love is amazing Oh But it's also bullshit And it might also get you murdered Welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing But it's also bullshit And it might get you murdered <laughs> The podcast that reminds you That everything you ever wanted uh, could end up in a huge fucking dumpster fire. Word. Uh, not all the time, but, you know, <laughs> it, it could. It could happen to you. Uh, I'm Aaron Black, as always, and with me is uh, my co-host, Nicholas Control Freak Luna. Hey, what's up, guys? And today we have a um, very special guest, uh, super funny dude, uh, met him at the Laughing Buddha. Uh, James Tyson. Hi, I'm forever changed by this episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, James, do you want to um, uh, tell anything uh, about yourself to like the four or five or six p- teenagers listening to this yeah. podcast? Oh, such sweet kids you are. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a stand-up comic. I um, can probably tell by my nasally voice I'm a, a homosexual as mm-hmm. well. Uh, in that order, and um, my you mean Insta- like a gay, like a gay, <laughs> like a gay. Okay, yep, 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 fair yep. enough. I'm uh, as gay as John Ulrich's best friends uh, in this uh, case files or uh, fatal vows episodes. Um, and uh, yeah, my Instagram is James Tyson T I S O N. Just plug yeah. that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's 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 a great channel. Thanks. Yeah, do you call Instagram? Well, fuck it. All right, so uh, we are doing a uh, episode off our favorite true crime show, best ever. Oh yeah, Fatal Vows. This Woo. is uh, episode. Uh, no, it's from um, season six, episode twelve. Shit, what is it called? <laughs> uh, 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 you got this, man. Uh, Sins of the Heart. Oh, it's God. really called Sins of the Heart? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. my God. Is that what they call every episode? <laughs> no, no, no. But they do have great titles. It's it's like, uh, it's like uh, you know, the devil lives in your butt. All right. That, that is not an actual episode, but but it's something that could totally be a Fatal Vows yeah, episode. Yeah, I mean, like, they could really name their episodes pretty much anything. Yeah. <laughs> Sins of the Heart. I have to say, season six. So this is my first time watching any kind of like true crime reenactment mm-hmm. show. Ooh. I avoid them generally. Yeah. I that I forever changed, and I don't understand. Like, if this was season six, are they at the top of their game? No, 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 they, no, they, no, no. they have basically stayed at the same place. They have place. done the same. <laughs> they they found the formula and they fucking hammered it. Yeah, and, every yeah. episode is the same. Same, yeah. The exact same <laughs> yeah, formula. Same, same backdrop, yeah. same talking yeah. head they, people. What they do is they go to open mics in Canada and then they rec- <laughs> that's how they get the actors, you know? I believe that if that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so uh, we're talking about a gentleman named uh, John Hillrich. Johnny boy. So, uh, John Hillrich uh, went to uh, California Baptist University. He had Cal a very Bap. no, no. <laughs> uh, he was uh, provided a very um, uh, Christian education, 
right? Uh, this is in Southern California. Quote, the perfect Christian education. Oh, the perfect, yeah, yeah. as the narration tells us. Yep. And I'm sure all Christians could totally agree on that. <laughs> because, you know, Christians, they're, they're, they, really, they, they really have all the... Everybody believes in the same thing. They, they're no, very open-minded. They have no yeah. factions. <laughs> yeah. Even when they don't believe in the same thing, they find common ground amongst yeah. one another. Yeah, I think the tagline for Christianity is like, we're tolerant. Yeah. <laughs> all for one and one for all. Yeah, That's exactly. Christianity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, he's 19 years old. He's uh, going to college. Um, as I said earlier, very devout guy, hard worker. And he meets a lady named Nikki Welshire. Yeah, by like, in the documentary, he assaults her with a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, a s- throws lying in wait to attack her with that basketball. I know, like he was literally just waiting for. Her. This is how people fall in love in Canada, I think, which is where the show is from. Yeah, right? it's definitely a Canadian production. Yeah, th- I, I'm sure it's like a bunch of producers in a room being like, "How should we show how they met and fell in love?" And he's and like and one of them like, was like, "Well, here's how I did it: basketball. <laughs> I was in a mall with a basketball, and I saw a woman I attracted to, and." I just threw it, threw the shit out of that ball at her. <laughs> and, uh, and, and in the uh, reenactment, she ends up taking the ball, won't give it back, which, you know what, like, it's totally something. Good for her. Yeah. He fucking attacked her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then she starts talking to the basketball like she's fucking Tom Hanks in that movie where, where, where he's cast stranded. Away. Yeah, cast away like it's fucking Wilson. You know, and, and, and she goes, uh, who's your owner? You know, like it's supposed to be flirty, but if like that ever happened in real life, like the guy would have been like, I just threw this ball to a schizophrenic <laughs> and she might be hot, but I I should probably leave right now if I don't want to get stabbed to death. Yeah, it, red flags left and right, mm-hmm. right from the get-go immediately <laughs> yeah so the the, re- <laughs> the relationship ends up going um starting out uh it was john and nikki um they start doing you know getting together everything's going well uh john is working on a business degree nikki's working on a nursing degree they get married in 1996 yeah okay so they met when they were 19 give or take mm-hmm and, you know, rushing into marriage seems like a very adult thing to do at this point. I mean, that's how it worked in, like, the early 90s when everything was super fucked up. Like, that was the <laughs> decade of w- Waco and, you know, Heaven's Gate. I mean, why not, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. If I also think that that's just how, I think for them that 19 and 20, like, I'm from Bakersfield, California, yeah. and te- Texas, like, that's mm. when you get married. Yeah, yeah. I guess that makes Especially sense. Especially if you're, like, Christian and, like, and he's definitely, by the way, the way they describe him is like the type of Christian he is. He is that guy from your high school who was like, yeah, I don't masturbate. <laughs> I just yeah. I stick yeah. to my values. Yeah, did you see this ring on my finger? This means I don't touch my dick. Yeah, yeah. true love waits, man. Yeah. So like, they're ready to yeah. bone. Yeah. yeah, go to the bone zone. You know, go to the bone zone. I, I, I feel like no one told Christianity that people live past 40 now, right? <laughs> you know, like people that are Christian are like, Got to get married, got to get, you know, I got to, like, you know, get a bunch of kids while I'm fucking 20 because I'm dead in t- 20 years, you know, that 
that doesn't happen anymore. And honestly, <laughs> that makes sense for their story, which I won't spoil quite yet, but like, they were not planning to live past 35. Once they hit 35 is when things went to shit for them. We appreciate that. Uh, so, um, uh, they end up getting married. Uh, John. Oh, and- yeah, and there's bubbles there. At the wedding, for some yes, reason. Yes, bu- for whatever reason, people have bubbles. <laughs> no guests, but yeah. a killer bubble machine. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was literally like like the prop guy being like, I have bubbles. Do you like, oh, bubbles? Yeah, bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe in the wedding part we could use oh, bubbles. Oh, fuck. Was this a wedding scene? Oh, fuck. I have bubbles. <laughs> I have bubbles in a bow tie. Will this work? <laughs> you know? Um. So he ends up getting an ad uh, an ad job. Uh, oh yeah, from her uh, stepfather. Uh, stepfather, yeah. Yeah. So, so no. Oh, I like... missed that detail. Her stepfather got him that job. Yep, yep. So now he's like a madman type of dude. Yeah, right. Sort of. So they try. To, the narration is like John was a mover and a shaker, trying to make it like to CEO. And then they show him just on the phone, being like, "Hey, are you free on Friday?" Yeah. What a madman! Yeah. In in real life, he was like he was like managing in like a Burger King, and the narrator's like, and he was just like he was he had the Midas touch. Yeah. Everything he everything he touched turned to gold. It wasn't just the title. And then you see it's like division manager. It's like, he was a real boss. <laughs> Everything he touched turned to gold, which was a problem because he worked in a fast food place. <laughs> people don't like to eat gold. It's well, tough well, for them. Some people do, man. You know, there's people that eat gold. Like, gold is an ingredient continue, in food. Continue, Nick. Gold can yeah. be an ingredient in food. All I'm right. just saying, you know, have like a salad with maybe like some, I don't know, what All goes right. in a salad? Oranges? Gold? Nick, the, <laughs> Nick, Nick Luna? Nick Luna. Nick Luna telling it how it is. <laughs> Laying down truths. <laughs> okay. So, um, so they end up having their first child not too long after that. Her name's Sarah. Um, I think this is around 2001. That sounds about right. And they decide to purchase a home in you. You you pronounce it better than I do. You kappa 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 kappa. Yo gabba gabba, I believe is what it's called. You kaipa. You kaipa. You kaipa. Yeah. That's like one of those like place names that when somebody would say that they're from that place, I would like forget it immediately. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And it it looks like the typical like central southern california like mm-hmm. conservative suburb mm-hmm. with like a uh, underbelly of meth that yeah. no one yeah. wants to yeah. talk about well yeah. this is the inland empire right i think literally yeah. yeah so so yeah i mean meth was a really big problem still yeah. is Still is, 100%, because it's so fucking awesome. What? <laughs> I mean, it's not awesome what it does to people and families, but... But in the moment. But in the moment, it's great. Yeah, like, yeah. if you're a soldier and you're going to war, perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if, if you're, you're about just to die a in five minutes. Christian mother with a shitty <laughs> husband. Who... Yeah. But if I was, like, on a on a date with someone and they were like, and I'm from you, 
Ucapa, California, I'd be like, this isn't going well. This whole day, <laughs> no. this is bad. This, things took a wrong turn somewhere between hello on OkCupid okay and right now. Yeah, it'd be like, <laughs> but do you still want to split the bill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Dutch it. Is that, is that what you call it? No, yeah. Whatever, it doesn't matter. So, um, so John was doing uh, really well in his job, uh, but uh, Nikki um, was kind of not coming to a lot of his his events. Yeah, so really it's just her fault that they had a weird falling out. Yep, so that's uh, well, that was the next point. <laughs> wait, 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 I want to push back on that for a second because I will say this whole time, because the thing about this show that they don't tell you in the beginning who who dies, right? Mm-mm. They just yeah, are like, it's kind of a guessing game. It has a real twist, right? Yeah, I will say, I the whole time I was like, this is stupid. And then when I realized like I didn't know who was going to die, I was like, wait. <laughs> okay, they got me. Yeah. Uh, and the whole time, I was team Nikki. The whole time the narrator is like, John was like working eight days a week and never home and didn't know his kids yeah. names <laughs> but hear- Nikki was a real needy bitch <laughs> did you hear that fatal vows you misled one person <laughs> you got me good, you for, got good for you yeah yeah throw a party honestly uh, after watching the whole thing I think I'm still team Nikki <laughs> yeah me too yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah she was just trying to live her truth man yeah uh, so, uh, uh, John was uh, getting a lot of attention at work, especially from this one lady named Denise Lopez. Denise. Who was actually 12 years older than John and uh, was his boss. You mm. Googled, that's... No, 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 that was, was in the... Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I guess she was like kind of cougary. Yeah. And, I guess, and right? Man, like, I get it i get it so bad like what wanting right, to fuck a, a older, father old... <laughs> you understand you understand where denise was coming from no father yeah, yeah, you want to break up america <laughs> no but like older lady that is your boss like i that's the porn i watch sometimes oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just uh you know what What's up with those uh, TPS reports? I'm going to have to, like, see how big your dick is now. <laughs> well, I, like, I could write porn. I, yeah, I, I feel could. like you could feel, write porn. Yeah. Honestly? Yeah. 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 Oh, no. That's, oh, okay. that's, I agree. That's, I'm hard right yeah. now just after that staged reading. Who gives a fuck? Is that, is that, like, is that like anyone paying us to do this? All right. So, okay, we're at 2002. Um, John and Nikki have another kid named Mark, and the, the that kid solved everything. Anyway, it was great. Uh, yeah, just the, saved their relationship. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Thanks for tuning in. No, I'm just kidding. It obviously made everything worse. A lot worse. And yeah. John, he's still... The narration doubles down on, like, John continued to do nothing around the house mm. and was never home. And in the meantime, Nikki looks like an actual heroin addict. <laughs> it looks like a scene from Requiem for a Dream while she's just, like, putting formula powder into water and, like, coldly hands him a glass of juice. And yeah. John is like, never mind. Yeah. yeah. Especially when that old person showed up and goes, ass to ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> You're like, wow, this took a weird Where turn. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Being a mother seems hard. <laughs> I guess it's just like that for everyone. Yeah. Donna. Donna, Nana. Nana, Nana. Donna, Nana, 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 Nana,
Yeah. <laughs> My fucking arm. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. a tragic movie. Well, well, <laughs> nobody we'll, gets we'll out of that one. We'll send for her. She'll come. No, she won't. She won't. <laughs> no, she won't. <laughs> she won't. <laughs> All right. Okay. These are direct quotes from the episode of Fatal Vows. It's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I I just love that movie. All right. So anyway, um, after. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, I actually wrote this in my outline. After the second kid, things get worse. Uh, Nikki um, uh, doesn't lose the baby weight, which I guess is a, a thing for John, which I don't know. Yeah. yeah, they really paint John to be like a monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of. Right? We, you, the three of us have understood that the details they gave us add up to like, this guy's a monster. <laughs> but the show itself really is like, he just wanted to be, you know, a boss. Like, all of his friends are like, yeah, you know, taking care of your wife is really hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's like um, the uh, the reality of the situation and Fatal Vows is, like, so fucking far apart. Who knows what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, at this point, John and Denise Lopez, who's his his boss, start having an affair. Uh, but um, Denise didn't know John was still married. Yeah, married. married yeah. yeah. I wonder why that is. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> that's because. Um, and once again, like this only happens every now and then. But every now and then. Um, a male who is having sex with a female every now and then this like hardly ever happens but sometimes they'll lie to them what, what? yeah no i'm serious really? no why every now and then yeah i don't i what to what end i have no <laughs> idea because i've never done it before of course <laughs> not. No, that's so strange no i mean we're we're fucking pigs obviously all right so <laughs> but they work in the same office like i that's what i don't understand yeah. like it, it it is that he lied to her and said like we're separating, right? I guess I. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean maybe he was like we're fully divorced, but then they never really got divorced. <sighs> Honestly, I think Denise Lopez just didn't care. I she think she was care. gonna fuck that married man either way. And did not <laughs> did not care. Yeah, because it seems like Denise was like the more fun person in this whole story. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's sultry. She <laughs> likes dick. She seems great. <laughs> So, so now, we're, now we're at 2006. Uh, John gets a transferred, uh, transferred to a um, area called Oxnard, which I think is in Ventura, but I don't really care. Uh, it's a city. Anyway, yeah. it's it's far away from where Nikki is. Nikki does not want to move. Nope. Nikki's. This is where her family is. So they end up. Uh, so this is what ends up happening. They agree that. Uh, Basically, John is going to find a place in Oxnard, mm -hmm. uh, and he's going to stay there for five days during the week. He'll come home on the weekends, right? So this is where, like, the affair kind of picks up. Yeah, well, and that particular situation isn't super uncommon for, you know, married couples with children and stuff. Yeah. For, like, the guy to be away for, like, yeah. five days and then come back on the weekends. All of the... So, I think... I don't know if you mentioned this, but the, it has, like, the interviews with, like, m primarily John's homies friends. yeah like his oh. like male best friends yeah <laughs> and all of them are like yeah and that's when like the distance between them like really grew yeah and, like, <laughs> felt really bad about it yeah. but yeah. also denise lopez was like fucking hot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
meantime, Nikki's like wearing sweats, and it's like, yeah, like she wore sweats. Yeah, yeah. It was I really did, hard yeah, on yeah, John. Yeah, they made it, her seem just like so frumpy. And yeah, just yeah. like, all right. I mean, we can't just like blame everything on him. Like, you know, like, do you want to stick your dick into someone that was just wearing sweatpants? Sweats, for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. I, I pose that question to you, America. <laughs> she wouldn't go to his work functions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just because she had like two humans to raise. <laughs> uh, so so at this point, like, um, John is away for a very long time. Uh, Nikki feels very isolated. And um, so, as I said earlier, this is where like the affair kind of picks up. He starts stay. So he's supposed to come back during the weekends. Yeah. Starts staying away during the weekends as well. Right, just start making excuses. So Nikki starts getting suspicious. I mean, who would want to come home to all that? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like people that you are responsible for. Not me, said Aaron. <laughs> and the kids keep calling you dad, and you don't know their names. It's yeah. awkward. Yeah, yeah, it's like, hey, sport. That's how <laughs> I. Yeah, you know, like, call your son sport so many times before he figures out you don't know his name. Yeah, I have a lot of it. nieces and nephews, and I don't know. <laughs> I know, like, three of them. Hey, you well, like, you hey, to, be, to be fair, hey. you know, in your family, they just keep popping them out. Yeah, More like, kids yeah. every time you turn around. Hey, hey there, kid with blonde hair. You come here, kid with blonde hair. Oh, oh, what's your blonde hair? Still like, blonde. Boy. What are you, a boy? Oh, good oh, for you. Fucking killing yeah. it. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Uh, so Nikki's like really suspicious at this point. She tells her parents and her parents decide to put a tracker on John's car. Well, they also hired a private investigator. Okay. So yeah. Um, so what happens is he, they put a tracker on his car and then they see that he was spending time overnight. That was not his apartments. That was not his apartment. Yeah. Then they decided to, uh, uh, hire an investigator and by the way they don't say this in fatal vows but they did this all without telling nikki about it oh no they did say that oh okay yeah, yeah they and, like call her and drop this bomb yeah they no. they did this independently and nikki didn't know anything about it and then yeah. when they got the dirt they were like yo girl yeah <laughs> man his her parents are pretty fucking crazy right that's yeah. a little insane yeah all of this is like how is that how adults deal with things like what have you has any has a private investigator ever taken on a job and it didn't end in a full-blown homicide yeah, yeah. i mean I, I would say it's a red flag in well, general when well, you get like a private investigator not, involved. Yeah. not in not in any um situation where they made a movie about it well of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah or having sex with the client yeah. Mm. Ma. Ma. Ah, see? Yeah, your husband's having sex with a ma. 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 Clearly, you know a lot about this. Yeah. But, I mean, you know what? I And uh, this is um a little bit going, like, off uh, the rails. But um, there's this other uh, podcast that I'm listening to called Over My Dead Body by Wondry. And it's about these two lawyers that um, are... Uh, got married and then uh, had a divorce and then the wife killed the husband who was a <laughs> law professor 
and it turned out like her parents and family were just fucking crazy All and right. like they totally like set up this whole thing so, anyway so our suggestion is turn off our show right now and go listen to that that is not the suggestion <laughs> that's not the thing I suggested I suggest you stay and listen to this okay and Fair then enough. write a five star review, and then go over to over my dead body. Well, follow really, really my good. Instagram. It's James Tyson. <laughs> yeah. And then go over to the other exactly. Yeah. Loveisamazing.com. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, are you writing this down? Who's ever listening? Come on, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, so anyway, uh, uh, they hire a private investigator, and uh-huh. basically, um, the private investigator. Finds out that uh, John is having an affair. They tell the parents. The parents tell Nikki. Nikki's devastated, and she confronts John almost immediately. And or uh, at least according to the reenactment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, John also found out that his car had a tracker on it. Oh yeah. So he was pissed as well. Yeah, he was salty. Which she didn't do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not the one who put it on. Nikki really gets fucked by so many people in this, <laughs> in this situation. Yep. Um, so uh, what ends up happening is like uh, she goes, uh, John, you're having an affair. And then John goes, yeah, I know. You've been fucking snooping. I found that tracker in my car. I want a divorce. And then she's like, oh, no. You know, she was like, because she didn't want a divorce from John. Right. No, no. She, she wanted to save her marriage. She wants the marriage that she was promised. Yeah, yeah exactly. which she very much didn't get. Yeah, no. She just got those fucking bubbles. <laughs> just got the bubbles and the, and the baby weight. time yeah. of cheating. Yeah, the baby yeah. weight and sweats. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... So basically, uh, Nikki says, um, if you go forward with the divorce, what's going to happen is I'm going to ask for full custody. And that kind of scares John. So John says, all right, I won't go ahead with the divorce, but we are separated. And what's going to happen now is that I'm going to live somewhere else and we're going to co-parent. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a pretty mature way to deal with this situation. Mm-hmm. Well, he also, I would say that's the smartest thing that he does in this whole story because they are in California and she would get that custody. Mm. Yeah. California famously sides with the mothers, mm. often even when it's maybe not the right decision. <laughs> yeah. And, and in this case, it would not be. Documentation of him cheating, he would lose custody oh, of those kids. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Mm. No, and he knew. He knew immediately. So, yeah. um, I mean,. I was about to say good for him, but that's not appropriate. Yeah, he still sucks. <laughs> He's, uh, <laughs> He's a garbage, yeah. but... uh, So anyway, uh, John and Nikki separate, but they decide to co-parent. Um, he actually, um, so he gets a actual he actually gets a transfer so he could live closer to Nikki with Denise. So now the situation is it's John and Denise uh, living about. I don't know, what did they say, 40 minutes? Yeah, like 30 or 40 minutes. 30 or 40 minutes from his estranged wife, Nikki. Well, she's not estranged. Ki- that's not the right word. That's what they said in Fatal Vows, Nick. You want to you take on Fatal Vows? Are you questioning <laughs> the accuracy of Fatal Vows? Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> They're I mean, what is this? I mean, is this strange, like, just not talking to someone forever? Yeah, estranged, I think, is something that you volunteer yourself for, you know? Like, if there's an estranged wife, like, that means that she, like, left and doesn't want anything to do with the marriage, but you're still married, right? Mm, I don't think so. I, I think, like, being estranged is, like, a voluntary thing. Yeah. I will. I think 
strained would have been a better word mm. on mm-hmm. the part yeah. of the fatal vow. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying something critical of the writing on fatal <laughs> yeah. vows. Because you're having a relationship with the person. Yeah, yeah but they, because they still are navigating the custody, but they seem to like not, like they're not at this point having sex with each other. And, He's and... not leading her on. Although yeah. they do say in Fatal Vows that he was leading her on. I think it, it's like a little bit later mm-hmm. he starts to revisit the relationship a little more. Yeah, and, you know, like maybe they get, both. you know, get a little handsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that song, you know, it's like, da, 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 da. And it didn't have to cut you off. And huh. it the goatee is you were nothing. The key is off, yeah. but I picked okay. it up. I'm picking up what you put. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm just somebody that you, you used, used to, to know. know. Yes, yeah, indeed. yeah. Oh, no, I, I fucking know that feeling. <laughs> I know that feeling really well. Yeah. It's like, like, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Fuck. All right. All right. Anyway, it's all right. We'll get through this. Well, one. Yeah. Um. So where are we? Uh. Oh, this is the part where Nikki calls Denise and was like, uh. I am, like, I'm not divorced from John, just in case you think that. Yeah, and she's like, heads up, and then hangs up yep. the phone and smiles all, like, yep. smug as fuck. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep, so at this point, like, it's just um, not going well. Like, there's just tension between all the parties. So now, at, at this point, we're, we had ten years of marriage. We had four years apart. Um, and at this point, John and Nikki are kind of like trying to, uh, lead separate lives. They know they're not going to get back together, but for mm-hmm. whatever reason, they're still not going through with the divorce. I Jesus. think they're still sleeping together. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like John's like yeah. popping in every now and then and being like, yo. But he's Christian. Christians don't do that. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Well made. <laughs> right? No, never. Not once. Well, especially not John. Such and, a good... Yeah. Uh, he's he so had pious. that perfect Christian education. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, he went to school for yeah. that shit. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Any, anybody who ever said they're Christian or Catholic has never done anything wrong in their entire life. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah, you check history. You check it. All right. <laughs> you heard it here first Aaron Black's on the right side of history <laughs> hashtag spotlight <laughs> okay so uh, Nikki uh, kind of like dives into her work she, she had a nursing degree so she gets a job and that is where she meets uh, David Alvera Alvera and Emilio Salando Mm-hmm. And uh, they're about 20, 21, 23. And um, that's so she meets this guy, David, and, and that's uh, uh, David. Okay, what about David? Okay, uh, <laughs> David and Amelia, they're. Um, Emilio? Emilio! <laughs> okay, um, they're uh, both kind of affiliated with the gang situation. Where, how so? I mean, well, I don't know. It never really. So I, I'm from Central California, and it is a real special brand of racism. And the term that uh, one of the like gangbanger, yeah, mm-hmm. gangbangers, yeah, that's a rough word. It <laughs> um, is, isn't it? I don't, and I don't have a clear sense of like 
They didn't give you enough details to know if that was actually true. Okay. So we do not know. I'm going to clear this up. We do not know whether they're just criminals or they are actually affiliated with a gang like the Latin Kings or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But they are bad people. (laughs) We could say that. Yes. Yes. All right. I'm trying not to spoil how we actually know that they're bad people with the detail that we find out later. (laughs) I really appreciate that because most of the guests are like... Okay, so um, so Nikki and David kind of start this sexual relationship. Oh, and Emilio's in the mix too. They say, yeah, yeah, and uh, Emilio's in the mix. Like uh, (laughs) Nikki will uh, invite them over to the house. We, I have to. We skipped over because we the the experts have started chiming in by this point. Stacy Kaiser and what's his name? Doctor Russell. Oh, they are. The psychiatric experts on this show. Phenomenal. First of all, I'm pretty Both sure I'm a psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I refer to them quite often as my brain trust. Truly, yeah. The insight they bring to this show. It's around this point that Stacey Kaiser says something like, when a person is rejected, it can cause a change in their behavior. Yeah, get the, yeah, get the yeah, fuck yeah. out of it. What? what? No. Yeah. I, I, uh, I learned that in my, like, ninth year of school at, like, psychiatrist school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was my senior year, you know? I, I was like, it was, a, it was a revelation. I wrote my thesis on how rejection can make you feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> feel yeah. like, oh, damn, Stacy, this is groundbreaking. Yeah. Throwing truth. He's like, Brian's like, uh, if you come home and your girlfriend murdered all your pets, that's what we call in the psychiatrist world a red flag. (laughs) (laughs) He says, yeah. It's like he's like so proud of the information that he's like bestowing upon everyone he's yeah like, I'm, I'm yeah really he's like, ma- i'm saving lives yeah yeah i'm really making a change yeah i'm like i'm like a i'm like a navy seal or something <laughs> this is also when nikki gets that terrible wrist tattoo oh yeah 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 which we don't know if it's real or not yeah <laughs> but it really moved the story forward yeah it really <laughs> captured the yeah. emotional yeah so so nikki and david are like balling and uh like nikki would um bring david over uh and date and she would make david cheesecake oh yeah and i swear to god that's in the uh that that's not only in the doc it's not in fatal vows but that's what the detective says yeah 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 yeah. he's like and then she would make him cheesecake and all sorts of weird behavior totally bizarre behavior and in return for this cheesecake david gave her meth um, uh, that's a valid trait, I guess. Also, I guess. question: Did you've Googled it? Was she on meth? Because all this ever says is suspected drug use. Well, and in the reenactment, the fake drugs looked like meth. Well, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but they could have been coke too. They were like these big chunks of salt, like some, like whoever bought the yeah movie drugs. Yeah, was, was, <laughs> movie drugs. Was like I never seen coke before in my life, you know. But there were drugs. Like we have, it is definite that they were doing drugs together. I just can't believe that Nikki wasn't all fucked up on something. I mean, we see that picture mm. later. Yeah, and yeah I she mean, is it does, busted. It looks like. It looks like meth. I yeah. just, they never said it. I didn't understand why Fatal Vows never said, like, and then the drug test results <laughs> yeah. showed that. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. By the way, I'm just going to, like, uh, 
call this out because I actually got this from another podcast called Murderish. So just a shout out to them. But um, apparently what uh, they would party so hard that at, at the end of the party, Nikki would have to set up all the people with IVs to give <gasps> them fluids. Whoa. Like that's how fucking hard they partied. Shit. Yeah. Whoa. And the, the kids were like all witnessed to oh. this. Yeah. Oh, that's not cool, Nikki. Yeah. So no, not at all. It's, uh, although she is like pretty thoughtful to have like IVs for people after partying that hard. That is f- thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. That think, is masterful. Know. I think <laughs> to use what she. Her, she's a nurse. Yeah. Yeah. She's like paying it forward. Yeah. Using her Absolutely. gift. <laughs> There's an episode. Of, let's shut up. All right. <laughs> shut up, Eric. Uh, shut, shut, shut up myself. All right. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, so where are we? All right, uh, basically, Nikki can't hide her transformation from John. Uh, at this point, John's not doing great. He actually got demoted from work. So now we're at May 2011. Uh, okay, so what happens is John's daughter finds a gun in Nikki, Nikki's room and tells John, uh, his, her dad, and... Um, he's not cool. He's not happy about it he he is livid the child actor in that scene was li- <laughs> like she picks up the gun holds it out like awkwardly and widely pulls out her like 1999 like flip phone yeah. Yeah. Like, dad i'm freaking out <laughs> i'm fucking freaking i'm yeah. freaking out <laughs> i it's a good thing I never found a gun in my parents' bedroom. Would you be freaking out? No, I would. I, I would have gone to my best friend and be like, "Ed, check this out. Let me shoot you with it." And then I probably would have accidentally murdered someone. There was also a, definitely a dildo in that drawer. Oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. At yeah, this like, point, Nikki's too bad a divorcee. she didn't find that the dildo. Huh? Yeah, right. Yeah, that would have been a, differently. This story. Yeah, what, what, gone. what a different turn that story would have taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so now we're at June 2011. Uh, so now John gets very, very suspicious of David. Oh, yeah, he gets mad suspicious. And she, he ends up Googling his name, David um, Olivera. 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 Olivera? <laughs> he I finds think it's Olivera. Olivera. O-L-V-E-R-A. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, he, that sounds right. He finds out he has a prior conviction for sex with an underage girl. Uh, which is technically rape of a 16-year-old. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. It's 100% not, not cool. I'm not laughing at that, but the <laughs> the uh, was assistant district attorney that they interviewed, that woman they kept coming back to, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is when she's like, and that was the conviction that really bothered John because he had an underage daughter. Yeah, and, yeah when that happened, I was like, oh, I get it. Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, and who wouldn't, like... Who wouldn't that bother, you know? It, it would have been weirder if, like, John was like, Hey, you know, I heard something crazy about the dude you're dating. Just, you know, true or false. True or false. Yeah. I'm totally cool either way. I just yeah. want to know. Yeah. Like, is he a registered sex offender? Yeah. <laughs> Pederast, dude. Eight-year-olds. Uh, so John sent um, Nikki all this info on David. And, um... Then John ends up drafting an agreement uh, where basically he says David is no longer allowed to see the kids. And if he does, uh, Nikki's going to lose 
custody over the kids. Was this agreement by chance written on post-it notes? No, it wasn't. No, <laughs> no. legal, legal no, pads, No, though. don't jump. Handwritten. Yeah, I, I'm not yeah. dropping it. I, you yeah. know, I'm just, you know, positing a question. Okay, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was, it was written on very official yellow paper with lines. Okay. That lawyers use... In legal right. things. In legal things. <laughs> so don't. So so so, so yeah, yeah yeah. So yeah. don't yeah. yeah. This was official. It's yeah. called a legal pad. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. yeah. It's legally binding. Yeah. <laughs> the FDA didn't approve it for for no reason whatsoever. I don't think that's under the Shut FDA's up, jurisdiction. Right, so. How dare you? <laughs> I watch a lot of documentaries. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, uh, David uh, gets furious when he hears about this contract. And uh, about two months later, Nikki is still seeing David at her home. Well, she only, she actually lasted two months, I think, is what they said. And okay. then she does follow the agreement for mm -hmm. like a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah, and then David and Emilio are back in the house. Yeah. Just and running a Nikki train. Just, yeah, just. <laughs> choo choo. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, you know, having to, like, just um, good old wholesome Christian fun. Mm -hmm. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, John's daughter tells him what's happening. Uh, John is livid, He's obviously, not cool about it. Right? And um, I think they... Okay, so we're at August <laughs> 14th, 2011. Mm -hmm. John told Nikki he was going to basically move back in the house and he wanted Nikki to leave. This is after he found out that David was back in the house. Which, I, I thought that was a really weird stance that he took. He's like, I'm going to move back into my old house with my children and kick my ex-wife out. Like, why wouldn't he just, like, take the kids and move well, into a different house? I, I will say, I cannot believe I'm talking in John's defense. Because <laughs> this guy is a true jabroni who <laughs> I, like, I'm not a fan. But, um... <laughs> He, I do, there are like, if you're with custody, it is better to have your kids stay in the same uh, house yeah, yeah, yeah. and have parents cycle out so that they have a sense of stability. Mm. It is actually, however, I think his motivations are more rooted in like being a control freak. Sure. Uh, but I, this, I yeah. do approve of this one decision. So, yeah. Somebody's parents went through a divorce. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I'm totally fine about it. <laughs> don't ask me again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, you know, when, when you're testifying as a child in family court. You want to be able to keep the kids in the yeah, same yeah. spot. So, the, the judge acts like your dad. Alright. So, and then you point on the doll so yeah. where the man hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm fine. Yeah. Well, you weren't one of the. Uh, okay. I was right. not one of David's victims. I was going to say. No, I, mean, I was going to say. David you, Olvera molested me. Yeah. I was going to say, you're not one of the kids from the McMartin trial, which happened in Southern California. What I don't even that? know what you're talking about. Okay, so the M McMartin trial, which, by the way, great uh, movie on HBO was about it, was this. Um, this trial where basically this uh, preschool was, uh, you oh, know, alleged I remember that, that yeah. they molested their kids. Mm -hmm. Turned out the first person who made the allegation was a mother who was schizophrenic. The, everything was false. The well, whole thing was false. Well, yeah, and that whole thing, like, plays into the whole uh, satanic panic Satanic thing. panic in the yeah, 80s, late 80s. Yeah, that was going 80s, on, yeah. yeah. 
they were like this couple's running like a satanic cult and like molesting children in their daycare yeah same uh, thing with the uh westboro no not west uh, uh <laughs> the Me- Mem- memphis Three. Oh yeah, yeah the uh, West Memphis Three and then you know Pizza Gate, Pizza Gate. Uh, I don't know that one. Where there was the rumor that Hillary Clinton was running a child sex ring in the basement of this pizza shop, and this guy <laughs> came in and murdered everyone with like a, I think an AR-15 or something, something like assault like rifle. Is that not true? Um, she well she was, but it was at a different <laughs> pizza place. He, he he entered in the wrong address. Yeah, a Pizza Gate song is like Pizza Gate. I don't want to get molested at Pizzagate. It's really bad. Pizzagate. All right. Somebody that you used to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I got my... Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I saw what you were going for, but thank you for yeah. not going there. <laughs> right. You were welcome. All right, so, okay. So, John and Nikki, um, basically... John finds out that Nikki is dating uh, a criminal who, with a with a who's a sexual predator. So he says, uh, "I'm going to move back in the house," and he wants Nikki to leave. And they get to this point where they say, "Look, let's meet at our uh, therapist's office." Pretty shitty therapist. And this is yeah. when the time jumps <laughs> and the shows start working like The Shining. <laughs> you know how in The Shining it goes like three months later. Two yeah. months later, mm-hmm. one month later, and then it's like Friday, Saturday, <laughs> and it's like, oh god, things are going. This is now it's like two days later, and then it's like August eleventh. Yeah, and you're like, fuck. Oh what no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. Um, oh, the shining. I uh. What? No, well, I was just yeah. I I work at a. I'm a tour guide at Radio City Musical, and remember the scene <laughs> where where he has to like talk to he he like imagines talking to a bartender because he's like he's fucking insane they dress us like that bartender like everybody (laughs) oh i've seen your outfits they do with the maroon tuxedo (laughs) thing and the whole thing it's uh it's a lot of fun i I believe Uh, it does to me the shining is an episode of fatal vows yeah (laughs) oh yeah that's valid it's a very similar structure and radio city musical looks a lot like the shine like like it's very art deco like i'm waiting to like i'm waiting for like the elevator to open up and mm-hmm. just fucking blood you know or, like, <laughs> i turn the corner and there's two twin girls all chopped up being like play with me aaron and yeah. i'm like i got this tour i got a bunch of german tourists that need to see the rockets sorry let's make a rain check right. uh, apparently that hotel's pretty nice my parents stayed there once the overlook yeah it's called something different in real life. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. The Shining Hotel. Yeah, The Shining Hotel. The Shining yeah. Hotel. Like, they yeah. went there to stay there because it was The Shining Hotel. Yeah. Pretty so... cool parents. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Um... Or terrifying parents. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, continue. Yeah, and Aaron's like, I don't give a fuck. It's okay. <laughs> no, I do, but just, you know. You know, uh, yeah. no one listening gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant by that. Okay, so... Uh, Nikki was furious that, like, uh, John basically gave him this ultimatum. They decided that two dates later, John and Nikki agreed to meet at the therapist's office to find some common ground. But that meeting never happened. August 16th, 2011, Ontario PD received a 911 call uh, of shots fired in a parking structure. The Ontario Police Department received a 911 call of shots fired in a parking structure. It's a business complex. 
John Hilrich is dead, shot four times. The assailants walked up to him, shot him. Last shot was in uh, behind the ear. It was called a coup de gras. Coup de gras. Yeah. Um. So the security footage, <laughs> security footage, they pull up. Uh, what they see is a truck pulls up to John's car. A man gets out, shoots John in the back. Savage. They didn't steal anything. Not a thing. At which point the investigation toward, turns towards Nikki, the jaded ex-spouse. Super guilty. When the police tell <laughs> Nikki John is dead, Nikki reacts very oddly. Uh, she doesn't uh, form the very um, emotion that the police detective... And, yeah, this yeah. is where the, the detective <laughs> is basically like, I've been in this business for like 40 years and you have an expected response. Devastation. Brutal, pathetic emotion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then when Nikki was like, he's dead, bummer. He was like, that's not pathetic emotion. <laughs> I, I, cry, I, I suspect pussy. you now. I suspect you. <laughs> So anyway, um, basically what it, the detective asked Nikki to meet him at the hospital, right? Which, uh, which he does. And then from the hospital, he takes Nikki to the police de- department and interrogates her. Oh, and in between, Denise Lopez has a full-on breakdown uh, in the yeah. hospital. Yeah, According she to Vows. Yeah, According to She's showing, uh, what is that, pathetic emotion? Pathe- yeah, that's yeah. pathetic that emotion. That is pathetic Just emotion. A- <laughs> <laughs> No, no, yeah. no. So, uh, Nikki says uh, they were waiting for John's therapist, or no, they were waiting for a therapist that her and John share. And when John was late, she texted John. Uh, but this was only like two minutes after John didn't show up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then Nikki texts uh, John's mom and says, have you seen John? Once again, only like two minutes. Yep. Not really the time span you expect to uh, do a welfare check. Because well, Nikki doesn't watch true crime shows. <laughs> exactly, true. yeah. She doesn't know. Yeah. Well, so, And also, like, I feel like John's mom probably wouldn't be that cool with Nikki, right? I mean, could yeah. only assume, I especially if if her version is coming from John. Exactly. I'm sure her response was like, don't text me, you fucking drug addict. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, he's like, you're high. You're not seeing my son at a therapist's office. Stay away from my Go grandchildren. Fuck off. Okay, so then the um, uh, police get some really interesting uh, info. And this is really interesting. So apparently a man who uh, works as all they all they say is he works as a, a um for the federal transportation department uh he works across from the parking complex and he heard the gun gunshots mm-hmm. he had he just happened to have a binoculars uh on the windowsill pedophile yeah uh, <laughs> also a child mother. yeah hey, <laughs> hey let's not throw um stones at a glass house we're not in i mean i don't know but anyway let he who has not molested a child yeah, yeah, cast yeah. the first stone yeah, hey are you without judgment because you never uh all right <laughs> i would make a shitty i would make a shitty preacher that much. all right so anyway he um 
he ends up uh, taking the binoculars. He looks out the window. He gets the license plate of the truck that the killers are driving. Turns out the truck belongs to a woman named Christina Morales, who actually was an ex-lover of David Alvarez. Scandalous. Yeah. And when they show the footage to Christina Morales, he, she immediately fingers identify, not <laughs> finger finger, but I, I finger identify uh, Emilio as the shooter. Not Emilio, man. Yeah, Emilio! Hey, uh, can I make a scandalous song? Sure. All right. Scandalous song. Scandalous. 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 Scandalous song. Scandalous. Scandalous. Thanks, man. As long as it's about Pizzagate. Scandalous Pizzagate. And I was like, Emilio! Hashtag Night of the Roxbury's. All right, so... She basically tells the police that she loaned the truck to David and Emilio. So they find... So they arrest David and Emilio on their... As they're getting ready to leave for Mexico. Oh. So, uh... Turns <laughs> Didn't out, know that. I missed that part, too. Now, So, they were trying to go on the lamb. Yeah, they were. Mm. The lamb is what they were trying to ride. <laughs> That's not how you say that. So. <laughs> hey, we all make mistakes. That's why we should turn this podcast... We all make mistakes. <laughs> uh, okay, so... They look at David's phone... And it turns out that he he's actually getting texts from Nikki, detailing where John can be found alone. Mm, that's the, suspicious. Yep. The day of the murder, David sent Nick Nikki a text uh, of of the parking lot that John, a picture of the parking lot that John Hillrich was su- supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. Along with that picture was a text saying, "I missed him," and Nikki wrote back. Don't worry, you'll get him next time. Champ. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll get, get him, him next time, champ. <laughs> okay, so five. She's a good mom. She's yeah, a good know? mom. She's, she's a good mom to these kids. She's doing her <laughs> best. By that. Doing her best. <laughs> I mean, this is as this is the best you could do when you're like super high on meth. Like, yeah. Trust me, I know. I've been a woman with two kids high on meth before. It is not easy. It's yeah. not a walk in the park. Let yeah. he who has not been a woman with two kids on meth cast yeah. the first joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in the house of glass that you live in naked. Yeah. yeah. It's way easier being a single 35-year-old failed comedian guy. So, uh, all right. So, okay. Uh, five hours after John is killed by uh, his assailants, Nikki is still being interrogated. And they have to keep Nikki overnight. And she makes a phone call from prison, which, by the way, every phone call you ever made from any jail prison is always reco- recorded. You it's know, always recorded. I, I always assume that, but I didn't know that I was a fact that, until yeah. this afternoon when you told me. Well, you know now. So <laughs> if you're ever in prison or county... Uh, keep your lid shut. Don't say lid shit. Lid shut? Yeah. Is that something people say? Yeah. Oh, totally. Keep yeah. your lid shut? Keep huh. keep your lid on it. All right. So Keep it glued? Um, yeah. So she also yes. Also yeah. Correct. Yeah. You're still right, Nick. She calls her mom and she basically begs her mom. She says, "Mom, I need you to get the purse in my car." And then her mom was like, "I don't have the keys." And then she goes, "Break the fucking window. Get the purse from my car." And once again, the police are listening to this. So the police were like, 
We better get a warrant for that car. Yeah, we may want to take a look inside that purse there. So they get the warrant. They find the purse. Turns out she had several post-it notes basically outlining John's entire murder. One of the post-it notes says, um, John has to die today. He is ruining my relationship with my children, my finances, my life. Uh, and I think Stacey Kaiser had something interesting to say about these post-its. Yeah, she, she had something to say. Broadcast. I wouldn't say it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she's like, this is what's known as thought broadcasting. Just one quick correction, because the way she phrased it was, this is what I would call thought broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't read it out of a book. No, no, no. I didn't I learn it in school. patented, trademarked my, what I have termed. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag thought broadcasting. broadcasting. Yeah. Thank you, Stacy Kaiser. Yeah, uh, she's a fan of the show, actually. Your show? Mm-hmm. No, uh, she's not. <laughs> she liked one Twitter post we made. Well, oh, if you are listening, then then genuinely thank you, Stacy Kaiser. <laughs> Honestly, you're doing great work. Do you think? Um, do you think boners are thought casting? If like some ladies like you have a boner and you're like, I'm just thought casting shit. All right, never mind. Wait, never what? mind. Right. Wait, wait, wait. No, go more into detail. I will not. <laughs> bad bit, bad bit, bad bit. Make a bad bit song right now. All right, cool. All right, excellent. Bad bit, bad bit, bad bit. Bad bit. All right, so, um, uh, so basically, uh, Stacy. Yeah. Oh, I said that already. Okay. Yeah, you so did. So on July sixteenth, two thousand sixteen. Nikki was sentenced to 26 years for first-degree murder. This is great. At her trial, she actually took the stand in her own defense. Oh, my God, really? And she, yeah. <laughs> and she wrote that those uh, – or she testified that those post-it notes were because she saw a spiritualist who told her to write her thoughts and feelings down to manifest – better energy that spirit spiritualist or whatever you call it psychic actually came to court and actually testified as well and said i did see um nikki but we did not uh she did not write uh i didn't tell her to write anything down huh wow yeah what a weird once again that was uh, that was from a podcast called murderish uh once again just just want to call out when 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 credit is due to uh, call it the do that is credit. One of the post-its to, according to the assistant district attorney, said that Nikki was like, she'd be a better friend, a better daughter, a better nurse, a better Christian if John was gone. That is correct. Yeah. Honestly, I think she's right. <laughs> she would have been better at all of those things without John. Because yeah. John, as we talked before, was a fucking monster. Yeah. I mean, she, was, she just wore hey. sweatpants no, and did a sorry. little bit no. of meth. Like, that, what's the, I'm Team Nikki. He, 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 was, he was just a person. People, I mean, we get sucked into love and, like, our, our feelings and thoughts drive us into crazy behavior. We never thought we were... Uh, able to, to to be involved. At the end of the day, he just wanted to you know protect his kids and get his dick wet. And get at the same wet. time, yes. he was yeah. really torn yeah. between those two desires. Well, yeah. and apparently Denise was a freak. Oh yeah, she basically gave him a handy in that office. <laughs> no one, this, you just... have no, you have absolutely no, you have no basis for that uh, they, assumption. They said, they, they said that she was sultry. 
Yeah, so lot. what? She's sultry. Yeah. Well, they, those male best friends really had a hard on for either John or Denise Lopez or both because they were legit like, she made him feel like the hottest man in the room and he liked it. <laughs> it's true. And, you know, if you can't tell your friends things, then I don't yeah. know, man. Then, yeah, then well, you what's should the have point? The, yeah. No, I, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I agree. Oh, so David. <laughs> David and Emilio, uh, who already had a bunch of strikes against them, one of them was having sex with a child, gets 50 years in prison for two life. Two mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So pr- it's probably going to be more towards the life mm-hmm. section. Look, I'm no judge. But, no, you're not. Yeah, no, I'm not. But, <laughs> no. but it's probably more a life thing than I think. That would mm-hmm. be my guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's the end. We hit it? Yeah, we hit it. Oh, speaking of life right quick, you remember that movie with, like, Eddie Murphy and, like, Martin Lawrence called Life, life. where they go to prison for life? And it's supposed to be a comedy, but it's actually just soul-crushing? I re- <laughs> I remember that there was a movie called That 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 came out one day uh, earlier before this podcast. That's all I know. So, yes. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well... Um, let's see, Aaron, you got some plugs? You know what? Uh, I want to say happy birthday to Jim Black, my oh, yeah. father. Happy birthday, oh. Jim Black, 74 man. years ago, the si- the stars lined up and shone on a little town in New Jersey called Seagirt, where three <laughs> wise men came, and they gave him uh, 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 gold in Merkinsense. Merkins? I don't know. That a, that's a... It, well, it was Frankincense, anyway, but Merkinsense Anyway, happy birthday, Dad. Hey, yeah, yeah, Jim. Does he listen? No. Oh, good. Well, you, okay, you I can t- tell him to listen to this episode yeah. well, yeah. When's his birthday? Uh, June 24th. No, no, I mean March 24th. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, a long time ago. Happy birthday, Mr. Black. Yay! Yeah. I hope I um, didn't offend you with my swearing or... Or homosexuality. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll great, find great, you great. funny. Oh, great, great, great. <laughs> great, great, great. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, you got some plugs? Um, I do. I don't know if this is going to come out in time, but I have a show at uh, the club coming uh, coming up, um, which is Alan Cummings' like, cabaret oh, space nice, nice. in the nice. East Village. Um, it's called Coming Clean. Uh, really milking that coming uh, <laughs> of <course>. wordplay. <laughs> like, um, yep, yep, yep. Like a, like male ejaculate or female. Either way, either way. Happy birthday, Mister Black. Um, <laughs> um, it's on March thirty first at eight p.m. And uh, if this comes out after that, then um, it's James Tyson T I S O N at Instagram. Nice. All right, nice. And uh, check out our website, loveisamazing.com or Twitter, loveisamazing. Le- five star review and a and a or leave a five star rating rating and leave a review we haven't had a review since august and i'm getting incredibly depressed by that just fucking someone write something literally Uh, i'll blow you if you write a five star review for this show did you hear that people james tyson is offering free blowjobs free did you hear that mr black (laughs) it's your birthday for god's sake you leave my dad out of this (laughs) you let him decide he's his own man (laughs) oh this is not how that birthday wish was (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh yeah uh love is amazing on twitter at uh love is amazing yo instagram love is amazing yo website Website, check us out. Uh, Apple Podcast, Stitchers, fucking all the stuff. iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. Well, that's the Apple Podcast. Did you podcast. do the i? 
Instagram. Love is amazing. Yo, Instagram. I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Then let's fucking end this thing. All right. Peace. <laughs> Love is amazing.